Hey fellow degenerates, it's Captain Handsome back with uh, week six installment of Illegal Touching with Captain Handsome. Uh, first thing we do as always, uh, we're going to run over uh, last week. Um, picks wise, uh, wasn't a great week. Uh, my, my board was a lot better than my, my, uh, my picks on all of the games. We went five, seven, and one. Uh, that one being the push on, uh, Minnesota. Um, as I said, always follow my Twitter for, uh, for my lines. That line opened at minus three and I hammered it. Um, and ended up pushing anyways. Um, I really thought that with Bradford starting, they were going to uh, do something. Obviously, that wasn't Sam Bradford starting. That was me in a Sam Bradford uniform. He looked awful. Why they thought it was acceptable to have him on the field is just it's shameful. Absolutely shameful. Regardless, um, crappy week. Our first um, week, we were under 500 um, as far as overall games. So that 5-7-1 week pushes our weekly uh, our season total to 39-32-1. Still seven games up. Not terrible at all. Not what we want, but we'll take, uh, we'll take what we can get, right? Um, going over the bets from last week, uh, we had the New England two units at minus four, which was a winner. Uh, the Lions two units was a loser. Uh, Packers plus two and a half and the Packers money line were both winners. Uh, and the money line was at plus 115. Uh, and our Viking two unit bet that we pumped on Twitter. Uh, and again, if you're not following me on Twitter and you want to, it's at CPT underscore handsome. That's at Captain Handsome. Uh, and that Vikings two units pushed. Um, so overall, we were up 1.87 units last week. Not crazy, but I mean, if you're up 1.87 units every week, you're happy. Uh, year to date, um, we're up 9.72 units. Uh, so we're almost up to 10 units on the year, which can be a pretty sizable amount of money. Uh, we're going to go right into week six. Uh, the first game I have, obviously, is tonight's game because it's Thursday, and I'm doing this on a Thursday because I'll be away tomorrow. Uh, we're going to see uh, Ray LaMontagne in Buffalo, so we're going to be traveling most of the day. Uh, so I'm going to have a, uh, I'm going to give a pick. Um, so Philly at Carolina. Um, one thing that's really impressive, the Eagles' um, adjusted yards per play is 6.7, which is really impressive. The, what's concerning me is that defensively, they're also 6.7. Uh, the Panthers are at 4.7 offensively and 4.4 defensively. I trust that defensive number more than the offensive number now that Carolina seems to have found that offense. Cam Newton seems a little more confident. Two consecutive games over 300 yards with three TDs. Um, so I, I think that Carolina is trending in the right direction. Um, I like the Eagles a lot. This was a tough one for me. This I'm certain, I don't have a play on tonight's game, uh, but I'm taking Carolina because I think... Uh, this line has them as, as equal teams. And honestly, if if Cam Newton has, has got it back, if they figured it out, Carolina's a better team. Uh, so taking Carolina minus three, uh, not playing it, it won't, cut, won't make the card, but taking Carolina minus three. Uh, next, Cleveland at Houston. Houston's giving a whopping 9.5 points. If you'd told me before this season that in any game Houston was going to be giving 9.5 points, I would have blanketly said, take whoever that other team is and put three units on it. However, I did not, I mean, I liked Deshaun Watson. I told you before the season, I thought he was my favorite of all of the drafted quarterbacks this year. I did not expect it to get this good. Um, and they're getting even better. I mean, Will Fuller's got another year under, another week under um, himself feeling a little more healthy. So he's got to be closer to 100%, um, giving them even more weapons. Uh, and that, and I mean, that offense is, is working like a well-oiled machine. It's, it's really the offense you have no worries about. It's the defense you're a little worried about, um, due to the injuries to Merciless and, and Watt last week. Uh, we know obviously Watt's, you know, done. 
And, uh, I mean, that stinks. Uh, luckily for the Texans, that, that defense is incredibly deep. Um, it's really, really strong. It's very deep. It's still going to be good. And even more luckily for uh, the Texans, they're going up against a team that is completely offensively inept in the Cleveland Browns. Uh, they haven't put up any fight. Uh, they've benched Kaiser. He's had some pretty unprofessional things to say about it. Um, and it looks like it's going to be Hogan in there this week. Uh, for me, Hogan's a little bit better than Kaiser right now. Uh, I don't know why you make this move, to be honest, because you know your season's done. So let Kaiser take some bumps. Let him take some, some you know, learn learn how to be a man in this league and learn how to, how to you know, recover from from bad things and and, and just learn more and, and i feel like that's there's, there's not a lot of value in not having him and, and using hogan who's never going to be your future starter but i don't run the cleveland browns so um it is what it is i guess i'm taking the titan or the texans in this one uh i it's a huge number and i, I never thought i would take this with the texans it's i really like the way their offense is doing things um and i really think that that cleveland just maybe they maybe they don't care. I don't know. Maybe they maybe they they're expecting one more atrocious season and, and that's going to be that. But uh, I'm I'm giving a lot of points with a team I never thought I'd give that many points with, and I'm I'm taking the Texans. Uh, Bears at Ravens. Ravens are six point favorites. I thought Trubisky looked you know pretty decent against a good Vikings D. Uh, I also think people don't give the Ravens D enough credit. Um, their numbers skew poorly because they gave up a million points to the Jags. Um, but I think their defense is pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, you know, Trubisky looked good at home. Now he's on the road, uh, and I think the Ravens have. I think the Ravens are are. I think their D is good. I think they're a much better team than the Bears. This line says that they're three points better than the Bears, and I think they're. I think they're better than that. So I'm taking Baltimore minus six. It certainly won't make my card, but I'm taking Baltimore minus six. Uh, we've got Lions at the Saints, and uh, the Saints are favored by five points. Uh, you look at the, their numbers, both of these teams are giving up enormous yards per play numbers on the defensive side. Um, I mean, and both of them can score as well, but their their yards per play numbers are just massive. Um, the main key for me for this is that this line tells me the Saints are, are a better team than the Lions, and I just don't necessarily think they are. Um, I think the biggest area where they maybe have had an advantage over the years was with Drew Brees, but I think that Matt Stafford might be as good or better than Drew Brees right now. So I, I think I think the Lions are giving you some pretty good value here. I think the Lions are are a legitimate live dog. I think they have a legitimate shot of actually winning this game. Um, so I, and at plus one eighty, I mean I think it's worth you know a unit. Um, it looks like uh, the line has now moved to. Four and a half. Well then, didn't see that. Um, so the line has now actually moved to four and a half. Just updating the numbers on my sheet. Uh, I'm still taking the Lions plus four and a half because that still tells me that they think the Saints are a better team. Um, this is a uh, it's an indoor game for the Lions where they're very good. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I think at the end of the day, the Lions defense is a little better than the Saints defense. Neither of them are good, but I think the Lions defense is a little better than the Saints defense. Uh, so I'm going to take the Lions plus the four and a half. I also think you should look at that plus 180, which is, you know, pretty good value. Uh, moving forward, we have my favorite play of the week, Green Bay minus three at Minnesota. 
Uh, I haven't seen anything out of Sam Bradford that tells me that he's ready to be the starting quarterback of that team yet. Maybe he comes in and he's confident and, and moving the ball well. Uh, I still think this is a rough one for him to have to come back for if he is finally 100%. You can say he came back last week, but we saw that game. He didn't come back to anything. Um, if he's not starting, I think, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure he is. But if for some reason they decide he's not ready to go, um, I think this line moves back to like Green Bay minus six or seven even because they they just don't have the ability to move the ball that well. I know Jerick McKinnon looked really good last week, um, but he's he's certainly not it. Um, Latavius Murray is supposed to be the guy, and if they keep giving him the ball, they're going to lose a lot more games because Latavius Murray is terrible, doesn't run into contact, uh, doesn't fight for yards. He's the opposite of a running back. I can't stand the guy. I, I was super frustrated every time they gave him the ball on Monday because I was on Mini. Uh, but Minnesota, a team that I like, and I, I have invested in futures in Minnesota, um, yeah, I don't think they have a great running game. I, I don't think they have a full quarterback yet because whatever I saw on Monday was not a real quarterback. It's a short week for Bradford, so I'm taking the Packers. I, I really like, while you can get minus three, take it. Um, and, and it looks as though... It's being juiced towards Minnesota, so maybe people smarter than me think other things, but uh, for me, I, I really like Green Bay in this spot. Next one, my Dolphins are playing the Falcons. The Falcons are currently favored by, I believe, 13 points, um, and I am going to advocate for giving 13 points in a game. Uh, the Dolphins can't score against anybody, um, so I don't know why they're going to think they're going to be able to cover against the maybe the best offensive team coming off a bye week. I think the Falcons are going to beat them to death. I think this is going to be something like, I don't know, 28 or 31 to 9 or something like that. Um, yeah, I the Dolphins haven't shown me anything. The Dolphins barely beat a Tennessee team that, didn't look good. Tennessee's strength is the run game. Miami's strength is, is, is um, you know, from a defensive standpoint, is the run game as well. So they were they matched up really well against Tennessee, and that's what I told you last week. I think they match up really poorly against the Falcons, um, who are going to be getting their top weapon back as well, by the way. So um, their passing game is going to be really, really on fire as usual. So I, uh, I think the Falcons are going to beat them to death. I usually don't advocate big spreads like this again, um, but this week I'm doing it with a couple of them. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm laying the, the, the 13, um, and this actually will make my card. Um, again, I'm a Dolphins fan. You don't have to trust me because I will tell you I'm a Dolphins fan. But from a matchup perspective, coming off of a bye week, I really think the Falcons are going to beat them to a pulp, um, especially considering what happened to the Falcons before they went on their bye week. So... Uh, next game, we're moving to uh, the Patriots at the Jets. The Patriots are a nine-point favorite visiting the New York Jets. The team with the worst defense is favored by almost 10 points in a divisional game. You've got a home dog with a better defense getting nine and a half points. I just I can't wrap my head around that. Do I, do I think the Patriots are much better than the Jets? I absolutely do. You know how I feel about the Patriots. The Patriots make my card all the time because I think the Patriots are a um, excellent bounce back candidate. I just don't think necessarily this is going to be that game. Uh, I think that the Jets are going to have some some luck running the ball, and uh, they've got a bunch of guys. You know, I I know Powell's got 
I, I think, I don't know if Powell's been ruled out or not, um, but either way, he's not going to be in great shape. Um, but that doesn't seem to stop them. Maguire um, looked really, really good. So I think, uh, I think giving, expecting the Patriots to win on the road by 10 points when their defense is as bad as it is, um, is silly. Especially, I mean, Curses looked really good for, for the Jets as well. So I think that they have, uh, I think they've got some opportunities there. Uh, the next game is the 49ers at the Redskins. And the Redskins are a 10-point favorite. Um, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't have a lot of feelings about this. Um, the line is actually exactly right. Had it, I had it at Redskins minus 10. So I, I don't have a ton of feelings. I think if, you know, um, the play that I'm going to make in my pool is 9.5. So I'm, I'm in my big money pool is 9.5. So I'm taking the Redskins. But I, I, I could see an argument for both sides. Uh, the 49ers don't look good. Uh, they aren't moving the ball super well. Uh, and I, I just, I, I, I can't find a reason to take them, so I'm, I'm going to lean with the Redskins. But I don't like it. It certainly won't make my, my card. Um, yeah, it's the one game this week I don't really have a grasp on at all. Uh, next, we're going LA Rams at Jacksonville. Jacksonville, two and a half point favorites. Um, I think that this game could be some trouble for Jacksonville. I really feel like the Rams might have the ability to rein in Fournette. Um, that front seven seems to be getting better. Um, I really liked the way that that front seven bottled up Seattle for most of the game. And I know Seattle's offense has not been spectacular, but I really thought that that front seven did a good job against Seattle. Um, and I really think that if they can rein in Fournette, Bortles is going to have to do it on its own, and there's no chance that's happening. Um uh, the Rams' um, yards per play numbers are, are really good. Their, their offensive yards per play are 6.9. Defensively, 5.3 isn't great. But I thought that you know last week they did a better job. Um, and that difference of 1.6 between offense and defense is one of the best in the league. So uh, I like the Rams, um, and I uh, I'm going to I'm going to take the points with the Rams, who I think are the better team. Won't make my card again um, because I, it's just hard to tell who you get with Jacksonville week to week. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, giving a point and a half at Arizona. Tampa's coming off a long rest. They're facing a cards team who was embarrassed by the Eagles. Uh, I just I don't see any end, any positive end for the cards this year. They're a bad team. Uh, I know they just picked up Adrian Peterson. I think Adrian Peterson's done. Uh, he hasn't looked good when he has had the opportunity to run the ball. And with a guy who's very physical, the more he runs the ball, the more it usually tends to hurt. Although, he's never been that kind of a guy anyway. So, I, I can't even argue that, to be entirely honest. But, uh, yeah, for me, uh, it's Tampa or nothing. Um, I like Tampa. I've debated putting them on my card. I haven't yet. Um, again, follow me on Twitter if you want to see my final card Sunday morning. But uh, I really think Tampa needs this one if they want to compete with the Panthers and the Falcons. Uh, so, I'm, I'm taking Tampa. Uh, next, we've got Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City is a four-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Uh, what that tells me is Kansas City is a point-and-a-half better than the Steelers, and thus far this year, that's not even close. Uh, Kansas City's been much, much better than the Steelers. Uh, their offensive yards per play is seven-and-a-half yards per play. Like, that is gross. Um, Pittsburgh's had a ton of issues finding offense. Big Ben hasn't looked sharp. I know he made the comment last week, but maybe he doesn't have it anymore. Um, I mean, that's out of frustration. That's not to be taken seriously. It's, he was really frustrated. He had a, obviously had a pretty rough, um, he's, he's had a rough season so far. Um, and you can see Antonio Brown's feeling it too. 
Um, so, yeah, I, I don't think their offensive line has been great, um, and it's been causing Ben to make some big mistakes, and I think it was five picks last week was gross. Um, I think you have to keep riding the Chiefs until they give us reason not to. This one will make my card. Uh, the Monday Nighter, uh, the Giants are at Denver. Denver is giving 11.5 points. Um, everybody knows the Giants lost OBJ and Marshall for the season. Um, probably why the line is as high as it is. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm on the Giants. Um, they haven't. I can't give you a ton of good reasons not why, but this is the game where the Giants cover. I, I it just it is the Broncos next three weeks are at the Chargers. Who you may not think that's a tough one. The Chargers play them tough. It's a divisional game. It's a divisional road game. After that, they're at the Chiefs. After that, they're at the Eagles. So they've got two tough divisional road games. One against the Chiefs, um, and then they've got a tough road game against the the Eagles, who've been very very good. Um, this, to me, seems like a really easy look-ahead game for them. Um, I certainly am, wouldn't advocate betting on the Giants to win the game, but 11.5 points is a lot of, a lot of points to, to play with, so I'm definitely, I'll definitely be taking the Giants to cover this game. Uh, there's two games that are off the board right now. Uh, the Chargers at the Raiders, obviously because they want to know have a confirmed status on Derek Carr. I think, um, I think if Carr is going to play. I think that line is probably going to be somewhere around Oakland Raiders minus five and a half or six and a half, somewhere between five and a half and six and a half. Um, and the honest truth is this, I think you have to take the Chargers at that price. Um, I know I've been advocating for the Raiders, but let's also remember if Carr plays, it's his first game back. So he's probably not going to be as sharp as we want him to be. Um, and the Chargers have played a lot of tough games. The Chargers are really, really good at losing close games, especially within the division. So I feel like the Raiders probably win it but by like a field goal. So um, the funny thing is, is I think if Carr's out, the Raiders still probably win it by a field goal. So um, if Carr's not playing and you can get minus one and a half or something like that, if that's available, I would advocate taking the Chargers there, or the, the Raiders there, sorry. Um, and, uh, sorry, I said the Monday Nighter earlier for the Giants in Denver. The Monday Nighter is Indianapolis and Tennessee. Um, I, it's the bottom card on my list, so I say stupid things sometimes. Um, the Monday Nighter is a, the least sexy Monday Nighter, um, of many unsexy Monday Nighters is the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. Obviously, this one's off the board because we need to know, uh, what's going on with the Tennessee quarterback situation. Is Mariota in? Is he out? Um, we saw how great Matt Castle is for them. So, um, yeah, uh, I, if Mariota's in, I think you've got to assume the Titans are probably three-and-a-half-point favorites, uh, three to three-and-a-half, uh, maybe four. If Mariota's out, maybe it's Peckham, maybe it's Titans minus one, one-and-a-half. Uh, the Colts have looked better. They've been in more games. Uh, Jake Brissett is doing good things, doing good, smart things. Um... I think the Tennessee Titans really need to win this one, and I think they know that. I think if Mariota returns, um, I know that I just added, you know, saying that Carr wouldn't be the guy, but Mariota runs a different style of offense, and I think Mariota is a more cerebral quarterback than, than Derek Carr is. I think Carr is more natural talent, but I think Mariota um, is, is one of the better decision makers in the league right now. So um, if Mariota's in, I would advocate probably anything up to Tennessee Titans minus four. Um, if he's not, I'd have to wait and see the line. You'll follow me on Twitter, like I said. Um, 
So uh, that's where I am for the week. Let's go through the, uh, the bets we're going to place this week. So I've got four plays at this point this week. Um, I'm just going to run through them. Uh, there's a few that I'm on the fence about. I'm on the fence about the Texans right now. Um, I also want to see uh, what the uh, Indy Tennessee uh, line shakes out at and what the situation is going to be. And that'll help me decide what, what I want to do with that. Um, as always, my Twitter is, is where, I will, uh, where I will update those things. Um, so uh, first I have the, the Green Bay Packers minus three. Um, that's going to be a two-unit play for me. Um, I might even add a third unit, to be honest. Again, I'll let you know on Twitter how I feel about that. Um, but that might become a three-unit play for me. I really, really think the Packers are going to beat them up. Um, and like I said, I know that it's gone slightly juiced towards uh, the Vikings because you're only paying 105 right now. So jump on it while you can. Uh, next, I'm taking the Detroit Lions on the money line. I think plus 180 in a game that I think they're the better team. I know they're on the road, but it's, they're on the road in a dome. And, um, you know... Everybody talks about Drew Brees being better at home and whatnot, but over the last few years, he's actually been better on the road, um, which is something that I didn't really realize until a few weeks ago. Um, so I think you're getting the better team. I think the home field advantage isn't as big, especially when you've got a dome team playing, visiting another dome team. So uh, I think plus 180 is way... Oh, and it's just moved to plus 175. Um, I still think plus 175 is way too much value to not take advantage of that. So, uh, yeah, I would take the, the Lions at plus 175. Um, wish I'd locked that in at plus 180, but I'm going to do it right now. Uh, <laughs> um, additionally, I've got the Chiefs minus 4.5. Um, I'm going to keep hammering that. I'm going to keep hammering the Chiefs until they give me a reason not to. Um, and I'm also taking Atlanta minus 13 um, against the Dolphins, who can't score. Um, and that's going to be a two-unit play for me because I really think that um, Atlanta is going to pummel them. So uh, that's where we're at right now. Those are the plays. Um, as always, if you have any questions, I'm on Twitter, at CPT underscore handsome. You can find me on the interwebs, uh, emails at uh, captainhandsomesports at gmail.com. Also, uh, make sure to visit crewroundtable.com, where, uh, where this podcast regularly uh, appears, and you can uh, check out some other really cool stuff as well. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for always sending in your questions and stuff like that. And uh, good luck this week.